This is a truth podcast where we question everything and no topic is off limits. I got it all covered. Discover the truths about topics you were never taught in school. Learn the uncomfortable and inconvenient truths about current events, geopolitics, culture, economics, and healthcare. You're now listening to the truth podcast. Question everything. And now your host, Richard. Yes, yes, we are back. Welcome everybody to the Truth Podcast. Question everything. My name is Richard. I am your host. As always, it is Monday, November 11th, 2019. It is also Veterans Day here in the United States. And I want to start off by saying thank you to all the men and women who have served our country in uniform and to every veteran and military family in America. You have our eternal gratitude and thanks. So hopefully you're having a great holiday if you're here in the United States. If not, hopefully you're enjoying your Monday so far. I do want to thank our sponsor, Brave Browser, by sponsoring this podcast as we are growing week over week as we touch on topics that we need to question. So here's a little message from our sponsor, Brave Browser. Do you want a web browser made for the internet of today? We created technology that automatically blocks trackers, annoying ads, and shields everything. You can expect browser speeds up to seven times faster on mobile. Try Brave. It's faster, safer, and ad-free. All right. As usual, I will leave a link in the podcast description. Be sure to download it using that link. And, of course, you can take advantage of the benefits of Brave Browser which has become my default browser since I since I started using it earlier this year. All right. I do want to remind you that we do have an official website truthpodcast.net. Please be sure to check it out whenever you can. Got some great articles there as well as links to videos and podcasts and much more. I am also on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at truthpodcastqe. And of course, we are on every major streaming platform for podcasting. Uh, that includes iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, and everything in between. Be sure to check us out. Give us a like. Maybe leave a review if you think you are learning something new. I would greatly appreciate it. And it will help us grow this podcast to reach more listeners. All right. This topic is a topic that... I think you are going to find very, very intriguing and very, very eye-opening. The title of this week's podcast is The Shocking Truth About Vaccines, The Ingredients. And over the next few podcasts, we are going to talk about vaccines in a variety of topics and subtopics. I want to start off with ingredients because I think you're going to be very shocked at what is in vaccines as most people have never questioned what's in the vaccine. We'll go to the doctor, we'll go to the pharmacy, we'll get our shots, and then we'll walk out, and that's the end of the story. Well, after reading a few documentaries and watching a few documentary videos on vaccines, it intrigued me, and I started to ask, why aren't we reading the labels? 
Why aren't we asking our doctors and our specialists what's in a vaccine? And I think once you understand what's inside of a vaccine, you'll see why this has been a question that should have been asked a very, very long time ago. So, if you are one of those people who reads most labels on food products before you purchase them and eat them, then you are scanning for additives and ingredients that either you are allergic to, or are genetically modified, are processed, are dead, or simply not what you prefer to consume. You flip that product over and you find that list, and you know most of the dangers, the carcinogens, the repeat offenders of health detriment, which you've read about and researched, at least a little, but enough to know better. Well, now consider this. You certainly would never want to eat mercury, aluminum, or formaldehyde, the embalming fluid used for the deceased, yet hundreds of millions of people let nurses inject them directly into their blood and their muscle tissue. Now, anyone who questions these ingredients in vaccines is simply told that the amounts are too minuscule in vaccines to do any damage and that they're necessary to preserve and carry the virus through the body so that you can create antibodies to fight off the real thing later. Hmm. You may also get migraine headaches and vomit from MSG overload when you eat too much, yet it's in most vaccines, including flu shots. This form of injecting carcinogens into the body and muscle tissue means all form of human immunity are bypassed, including breathing filters, digestion process, filtering organs, and mucous membrane formation. The body goes into shock, and the hyperreaction the doctors and nurses will tell you time and time again is just your reaction to the little bit of flu virus you received. So headaches, stiffness, sickness, they're all just typical symptomatic reactions to the inoculation. Well, I'm here to tell you that's a fat lie. So you're at the store reading labels on food products, drinks, and even personal care products because your skin is your largest organ and you're probably allergic to at least most of the chemicals put in personal care products today. From aluminum and antiperspirants that cause cancer to perfumes, animal byproducts, and heavy metal toxins and cosmetics that go virtually unregulated here in the United States. Your eyes scan for food stuff that you know is toxic and causes irritable bowels, weight gain, rashes, headaches, nervousness, anxiety, and yes, depression. You know that too much high fructose corn syrup leads the masses straight to diabetes, so you scan for that. You scan for words you probably cannot even pronounce, and once in a while you'll see a handful of those. You set that product back down onto the corporate shelves and you walk away. You know better. Okay, but then you get talked into getting that flu shot again. In fact, you get kind of scared into it by the news, or your relatives, or the school system, or perhaps that commercial. Plus, it's either cheap or free at the pharmacy, the friendly GMO grocery store or supermarket. Oh, what the heck? Better safe than sorry, right? Well, who can you really trust with chemical medicine anyway? 
Did you flip that box over to read the ingredients list on that flu shot? Wait, tell me the nurse didn't mention that you should. Did you read the package insert to see the warnings about never taking a flu shot in your lifetime if you've already had one? It's in there. Did you read the ingredients list on that MMR vaccine? Well, I mean, who does that? Did you know there's only one package insert in the multi-dose vials to be delivered to 10 or more people? What if the first person takes it? Who else even knows that they never even had a chance to read the ingredients on their carcinogenic injection? Can you trust your doctor to handle all of that? Right. Along with reading the warning on the back of the antidepressant medications and the ADHD or psych meds the kids take. And besides, vaccines are 100% safe and effective. Or the vaccine industry wouldn't have their own special court where they settle lawsuits for damages totaling in the billions of dollars that are incurred by the carcinogens that are listed on the package inserts and on the CDC website. Yes, vaccines including flu shots, must be safe, right? Otherwise, the vaccine industry would print the insert for each person who gets the shot. And they could read the brochure, too, about all the tests run in the real world that yield successful results. Yes, just like organic food products, the vaccine industry could brag about the health benefits and the preventive care benefits of this form of quote-unquote, medicine. Read the ingredients on anything you put in your body, whether by food, water, personal care, cosmetics, or injection. Understand the risk you may be taking if you entrust the allopathic, big food, big pharma world of deceit, false advertising, no advertising, and misinformation. Did you know that the vaccine industry is completely immune to being sued in a court of law by any person who finds themselves or their children injured by the insane boatload of chemicals now found in every single vaccine, including influenza vaccines, aka the flu shot. This allows vaccine manufacturers to use virtually any chemical, genetically modified organisms, virus, bacteria, or tissue sample from another animal as a vaccination ingredient without ever testing anything for safety or efficacy. Vaccine manufacturers could literally use snake venom, uranium, plutonium, or cesium-137 as an inoculation. And if it killed an adult, a child, an infant, or a pregnant woman, or her unborn child, they could not be sued. The vaccine industry has their own court of law, their own judges, and a slush fund to keep parents silent and to keep these cases out of the media. And it works. Have you ever seen any person on the news or on television or have read in any newspaper article about some person or their child being injured by a vaccine? Though millions and millions of dollars have been paid out due to vaccine violence, no stories ever make it to the mainstream media outlets. Most people believe vaccines work. They believe that the only ingredients in vaccines are those that are necessary to conjure an immune response to a tiny sample of the disease that is to be prevented. People think their bodies then create antibodies for these infectious diseases and viruses, and then they are immune for life. 
Little do most people know that nearly every vaccine contains multiple live viruses called dormant or attenuated or deadened, extremely experimental and dangerous ingredients. Synthetic substances, deadly chemicals, neurotoxic agents, carcinogenic carriers, and they're all brewed in either animal tissues, eggs, dairy, peanut oil, or other known allergens that cause the majority of severe allergies to which people are completely oblivious. Although the CDC said that they phased out mercury from vaccines, it is still in several of them, including flu shots. Read the vaccine inserts and you'll find the truth out for yourself. The insanity of chemical medicine continues and flies in the face of common sense. Get ready because here are just some of the literally mind-blowing vaccine ingredients. Formaldehyde. There is sufficient evidence from cancer studies in humans proving the carcinogenic effects of this ingredient. Both the Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, and the International Agency for Research on Cancer admit formaldehyde is a known carcinogen. Millions of children receive injections annually containing this toxic ingredient. Is it a coincidence that formaldehyde has been associated with leukemia and that the number one cancer in children is leukemia? Mercury is in vaccines too. Mercury is a known carcinogen. And for many years, children have received up to 237 milligrams from vaccines during the first two years of life. This far exceeds the EPA's recommended safe to ingest, not inject, level of one-tenth of one microgram per kilogram a day. Did you know that a rabbit would die if they were given 35 mcgs of mercury? Thimerosal, which is in many vaccines, is a mercury-carrying compound that is about 50 times more toxic than plain mercury. Yet the CDC claims to have removed most of thimerosal from common pediatric vaccines, leaving only quote-unquote trace amounts. Hmm. There is no safe amount of mercury established for humans, and yet children receive combined vaccines that can build up mercury in the body and, of course, cause potential problems. Aluminum. <laughs> yep. It's in there too. The Food and Drug Administration, FDA, approved aluminum for use as an adjuvant in human vaccines to boost immune response. Aluminum is harmful to all life forms. The FDA limits the dosage to 0.85 milligrams per vaccine to minimize exposure, but children receive other vaccines at the same time that also contain aluminum. The American Academy of Pediatrics admits that aluminum interferes with many cellular and metabolic processes in the body's nervous system and tissues. Repeated exposure to aluminum can have damaging effects, and yet children receive repeated injections during the recommended vaccine schedule. Studies with mice have demonstrated a transient rise in aluminum levels in brain tissue. Aluminum is also widely associated with breast cancer. You know what else is in vaccines? Polysorbate 80. So what is polysorbate 80? 
Polysorbate 80 is a toxic substance that should never be ingested or placed on the skin, much less injected, yet it's in vaccines. Studies with lab rats show polysorbate 80 has both carcinogenic and infertility effects. Yet, it is ironic that this carcinogenic ingredient is found in both of Merck's cancer vaccines, the Gardasil shot, which is also used in chemotherapy given to cancer patients. How about monkey kidney cells? Per the CDC website, DTaP and polio vaccines still contain monkey kidney cells in which they are cultured or brewed, thus conjuring dangerous autoimmune reactions. The CDC and vaccine manufacturers like will tell you there are only trace amounts left and not enough to cause any concern, but they lie. Impurities are still included in the formulation that's injected. There is no human digestion process for injections, so animal organ tissues and blood that contain animal viruses are highly toxic to humans. These samples of animal tissues also come from cow hearts, duck eggs, pig's blood, sheep blood, dog kidneys, horse blood, and yes, rabbit brains. Another interesting ingredient, latex, which is found in the hepatitis B vaccine. And of course, it's routinely given to health workers. Got extreme latex allergies? You can quit wondering why now. Many nurses are allergic to latex, and that's not a coincidence. Latex and vaccines conjures a very panicked immune response, and nurses suffer this life-threatening allergy for the rest of their lives. The Hep B vaccine is now routinely given to newborns in the United States. Imagine that. Artificial sweeteners. Yeah. Even though you won't be eating your immunization ingredients, you will be suffering that sweet misery from the carcinogenic artificial sweeteners. Sorbitol. Surely, you weren't made aware by your medical doctor that excess sorbitol in the cells can cause diabetic retinopathy and neuropathy, leading to blindness. Plus, sorbitol is a gastrointestinal and liver toxin. And what about ammonium sulfate? a toxic chemical fertilizer. Ammonium sulfate is actually a mix of ammonia and sulfuric acid. AS stresses the immune system by causing acidosis. AS is toxic to the liver and respiratory system. And peanut oil. That explains all those extreme peanut allergies. Many vaccines are cultured in peanut oil and trace amounts remain. That's why children with peanut allergies go into aphylitic shock when you open something in the room containing peanuts. Their little bodies assume that they will again be injected with this culture. It's a knee-jerk reaction and basically it's an autoimmune hyper-response. So, question chemical medicine. It's just not natural. Use common sense and read the vaccine and flu inserts before considering injecting known neurotoxins. If the science of vaccines was legitimate, then the mass media would let the science speak for themselves. But learn the risk for yourself. The pro-vaccine cult is anti-science themselves. Knowing the truth about the toxins and vaccines would change millions of minds about what they call modern science. There are immunization alternatives. Guys, I know this is a very touchy topic, 
And some of the things that I've told you, you may still be scratching your head. But I challenge you, I challenge you to do the research on this. Check out the CDC website. Take a look at that vaccine insert. Read the ingredients for yourselves. And you'll find the truth. I thank you for listening to this week's topic of the Truth Podcast. I hope to catch you here next week and every Monday as we question everything we're told. Until then, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your week. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.